0: new levels, same old devil, because the devil never changes. He doesn't have new tricks, nope. and he doesn't have to change because the old ones work so well. And uh, But I want to talk about levels tonight, and this is what the devil said. The devil said, you shall not surely die, but God knows that in the day you shall eat, your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as God, knowing good and evil. Okay. And we're going to stop right there. And of course, we know he was what? Lying. Lying. How do we know he was lying? Because we can't be God's. Because his lips were moving. Yes, but absolutely. (laughs) They were already in the presence of God. They were already in fellowship with God. They already had everything wonderful. But yet he told them this lie right here, that at the next level, you're going to be happy. And that's the lie that we have swallowed whole Everywhere around us, you would be happy with granite countertops. It's <laughs> so that next level. It's the upgrade. And I think it starts when we go to school because where do you start at? Yeah, that's good. Well, we st- I started in the first grade. They didn't have kindergarten. That makes me feel old. However, the kindergarten might be the first level. Oh nope, nope, nope. You might go when you're three. Pre-K. Yes. But we're... Used to the fact that we continually go from here to kindergarten, to the first grade, to the <coughs> second, to the third level, to the fourth level, to the fifth level, and pretty much all you have to do is show up. They'll get tired of you sooner or later and they push you on to the next level because you can't stay in school forever. And you go from level to level and constantly two things happen. You start to think, I'll be happy when I'm at that level. And you start to look down on people. You never did that in school, did you? Of course. You didn't look down and go, "Man, they're just second graders, and we're great big eighth graders." Why the people in high school are laughing at eighth graders? Uh huh. And then you get to be a senior in high school and find out college people think you're nothing—that you really don't have anything. You'll buy the senior ring and then you'll be hiding it next year because now it says you just got out of high school, and you don't want anybody to know you just got out of high school because now you're back on the bottom level okay and it slides over into the church where we're constantly trying to get to another level level. Mm -hmm. and search your Bible you'll never hear Jesus preach one message on how to get to the next level now if you watch Christian TV you'll see thousands and thousands and thousands of messages on how to get to the next level because it's always at the next level you get healed at the next level you get free at the next level your family gets right at the next level I mean is this next level in other words don't worry about you don't have it here but you just keep pushing you just keep growing let time keep passing and sooner or later you'll be at the level where there are no problems and you're driving a BMW (laughs) and your children smile and they're happy all the time you just keep going you'll get to that level and yet, if you go back 30 or 40 years or 50 years or 100 years, look at what people were preaching. They weren't preaching for Christians to go to the next level. They were preaching things like holiness, mm-hmm. Amen. without which no man will see the Lord. <laughs> they weren't talking about going to another level. They were talking about getting to know God. Mm-hmm. They were talking about growing in the Lord. They were talking about reaching out to people and bringing them to God, as opposed to you keep level by level oh, by level, get to be God Jr. someday. Uh-oh. Yeah, not going to not happen, is it? No, it's no, teaching really. out there like that. Mm-hmm. But you just need to find out who you really are. Well, you know, if you find out who you really are, you'll be amazed that God gives you the time of day. Because <laughs> really? we're not all that we think we are. But yet we're working on another level and you get a job and you want to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. You get married and you want to go to the... Oh, oh, I, oh, no, no, no. You want to bet? Just watch them get some money and then they got to have a celebrity wife or a celebrity husband or the levels. All of a sudden, who you were with is no longer good. Uh-huh. Oh! How many people break up just after high school because after all, that was just a high school romance. Yes. Now, we're moving on. So notice those level things are not... You won't hear Jesus do it. Jesus never went around on a Sermon on the Mount and says, blessed are the merciful because they're going to get to the next level. Give and, and God will give to you and get you to the next level. He says, no, give and God will cause men to give unto your bosom, doesn't it? But it never talks about going to another no, that doesn't mean you ought not grow up. Ain't you glad you didn't get stuck in the third grade? I tell you, I wouldn't fit in that desk no more. I got that I got that effect. People say, what do you do with the children during church? I just put them to sleep. It works very well. It's a whole lot better than keeping them awake sometimes. Uh, our daughter uh, called today and just talked and talked and talked wanting to know about a movie we showed in the A-frame church we had in the late 80s. So she acted like she didn't care at all then, but now she's hunting this movie on YouTube. It's funny. She got scared the Antichrist might come just any time. She's trying to get her husband to make sure her husband goes too. She don't want to be. In a, she wants him to be in the same boat if they're gonna to try to cut your head off. She does not want to be in one boat and him in the other boat. She went to Burger King in a little town out there, and they were using fingerprints to, you know, log on the cash register. And it freaked her out. She had that scene from that, you know, that movie back in, you know, that movie was from the seventies. There's lots of movies out there like that. So you think kids aren't listening? But guess what? And they're not on your level. See, just because somebody's not on your level doesn't mean they're not listening. Now, let me tell you a couple of things about that level business. Jesus wasn't trying to get to the next level. You never hear Him go through things that man, if I can just go to the cross, I'm going to get to the next. Huh? You didn't hear that, did you? Why? Because Jesus wasn't trying to get to the next level. He was trying to come down to our level. Amen to now you understand the difference. Yes. And here we are trying to get up to, to, someone. to somewhere, so I'll be something, somewhere. somebody somewhere. Other people spiritual like me that understand me. And here is Jesus the pattern going down to our level so that He can minister where we are, where we are at a level that we could under. Stand. And if He hadn't told you the answer to everything, it's not because He doesn't know it and He can't handle the truth. It's usually because... You where we are right now. Now maybe at a future time he'd be able to tell you something about something. But you know, we have children, and you tell children they want to know where babies come from. Well, you don't just launch into the technical details when they're three, I hope. They'd be looking at you like, what, mama? Well, where'd you how'd you how'd you get in there, mama? Well, dear Lord, you don't want to do that, they'd be going to school saying all them words and you'd be saying. Well, they learned it at their house. You don't want to do that, do you? So you just tell them some things sometimes, don't you? And sometimes when somebody asks you a question about some deep spiritual matter, you'll tell them an answer, and it is the right answer, but it's not all the details. Why did Jesus died on the cross? Because He loved you, honey. Well, you know, you ain't got time to go into all the theological implications of pages and pages of Bible prophecy because it's not on there. And so here is God trying to come down to our level. Is that alright? I wonder what He might want us to do. Huh? Treat life like it's a video game where all we care about is getting to the next level. Oh! And if we die, it's a restart button. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. So, so let's see. Our people get excited about getting to the next level. I'm on no the 30th level. Okay. But if nobody else plays your game, they don't got a clue what you're talking about. Huh? And some of the top levels in them games, the ones that... You know, I don't play all the modern games... Some of them's very disappointing. When you finally get there, you go, is that all there was to that? Yep. You know, I remember the first time I won the Super Bowl, played all the way through to win the Super Bowl, and it was hard. I couldn't play with my team. It wasn't good enough to win. <laughs> I had to play with somebody I couldn't. Y'all don't care. I couldn't even score a touchdown. All I could do was kick field goals. It was embarrassing. But I finally won and got there and the little screen went across and went, you win. <laughs> here's a grown man trying to get this done so he can say, you win. It's empty. Could it be that God's not trying to get us to go to the next level? He's trying to get us to come down to a level where we can help other... What is this? Anybody know? Well, what is it? Somebody let's get y'all hung on the frame. Broken. It's broken. Jesus was broken for us. He came down to our level. God wants us to come down to the level of other. Ah, and here we are trying to get to a level where we're no longer broken. He wants to heal us, but you're not getting healed so that you can minister to other people. Your brokenness is what qualifies you to minister to other people. Okay? Uh, Some people's theology is not right, but their heart's broken before God and He can use them and somebody else's theology be perfect, but God can't use them because they're not broken. They think they're better than everybody else. Amen? Amen. Because they're on a higher level and you'll meet people like that in church and church circles that they can only minister to people on such and such level that understand the great nuances of all the theological terms that they're using. And that we call it lots of things. It's the glory. It's the glory. It's this. It's that. It's, it's hidden wisdom that you can only understand after you reach this certain certain level. And you know, the world's going to hell. And that person you meet at Walmart or the grocery store, they may not be on level 55. They may not know what you're talking about when you're talking about stuff. Huh? Jesus came down to a level where a little child could sit on his lap. And grown people say, get rid of them children. They're bothering Him. He said, no, suffer them to come unto Me for such is the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen so He was secure in who He was that He could come down to another what? Level. Now, He came down to their level, but He didn't become like us, because He came like us, but He didn't become a sinner right. like us, did He? No. And if we're going to be like Him, we're going to have to go down to a level where broken people are. Right. But it doesn't mean that you have to get down there and smoke drugs with them while you're there. Nope. You know what I mean. If You don't got to drink with them so that you can minister with them. Nope. Nope. You understand what I'm trying to say there? I have to say that. Why do I have to say that? Because people's a little goofy sometimes. Amen. Now, what what qualifies you is not that you're in the same situation they're in necessarily. It's that you've that you've been broken, your heart's been broken in some shape or form, and God moves through the broken places. That's scripture. We're to comfort other people as God has comforted. Huh. So all this time we're trying to get to another level, where we can't remember what happened to us in our past, where where we don't have dreams about it, don't have nightmares about it, don't have this reoccurrence. We're trying to get to a place where we're perfect, so we'll have nothing whatsoever in common with the person God sends across your path, who's having nightmares who just had a diagnosis in their family, and you, know, and you know, there ain't nothing like, you know, diagnosis things, man. You can say, oh, I know how you feel, and you make them as mad as three wet hornets. And the first thing out their mouth is, you don't know how I feel. Well, you don't know that. I tell you what, there's something about getting that news. There's something about being at the hospital when somebody's in there having surgery, and you don't know how it's going to go. There's something about being at that funeral home. There's something about all that stuff that know you haven't lost what they've lost, but... They're broken, and you've been what? Broken. And I kind of like this. This was, you know, this was on our couch, and it got set on a few times when we were moving things. It was under pillows and under stuff. But what happened to it? It still got what? Broken. But I like it because all the glass is still contained. You saw what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. There are places I'm broken, but I'm not hurting other people mm, that's good. because it's been sealed over by God. I don't have to repeat my childhood because I lived through it. I don't have to take my childhood out on somebody else because I lived. Amen. See what I'm saying? I don't, because even though we've been broken and it would be dangerous to take that plastic off there and go rub it on that with your fingers, that would not be very wise. It wouldn't wise, would it? But at the same time, it's the perfect thing. There are things that we have all framed up and we know how they're supposed to go, but they don't go like that. Broke. And we can spend the next 50 years trying to get to a level where this didn't happen. But guess what? It happened. It happened. Didn't it? You're in a unique place. Whatever you're walking through, wherever you've walked through, whatever you will walk through, equips you, enables you, gives you a card that says, I can... Well, yes, but I can speak on that that issue and boy it wasn't cheap I tell you what it cost me to be able to talk to you about this on a level of brokenness not on a level of my if you'd have had more faith that would have never happened in your family huh? if you just knew what I knew about everything and you broke them family curses and you did this and you did that and you did the other see now we're talking down Jesus didn't talk down to people he got down got down and wrote in the dirt over that woman caught in adultery mm-hmm. he came down to a level of brokenness he didn't become a sinner did he No. but he came down to that level of brokenness and you see what the devil's done all the way from Genesis he's tried to get us to outgrow get to this next level get to this better place when all the time they were where God wanted them to be to start with I got to finish right quick won't go long. Uh, so we did the we did the the video game. Life's not a video game. There's no reset It's not an educational process that if you just finally get your doctorate that you'll be all right. you can just go to school till you run out of things to learn, <laughs> and eventually you're gonna have to face real life. But as long as you stay in school, <laughs> isn't it funny? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later you're gonna have to. Up. Oh my. So it's not an educational process. It's nothing except that God came down to my level. And if you want to see people saved and you want to see people... Well, let me just... I'll back up on that for a minute. If you want to see people saved, guess what unsaved people are? They're sinners, by the way. Uh I don't associate with people like that. Well, then what are you going to do? Well, of course you are. But see the difference? That's the brokenness. And the moment you forget, yeah, the moment you're in trouble. and that's the moment you think, well, I used to be, but now I am. I've got it together. I don't drink, smoke, chew, or go with those that do, or any of those type things. So obviously, the only way I can fellowship with you is if you clean up, straighten up, Get your life together, and then you know when you get all that together, we can have we can have coffee. That ain't gonna work, is it? That's a for much. But yeah. why? Because Jesus came down to that level. Mm-hmm. You have to come down to a level where they're at. If you can remember when you were a sinner, if you can remember when you didn't know God, when you can remember where you were questioning, you were struggling, and you didn't know your. Uh, from a hole in the ground. And you didn't know any of this stuff and you were just out here duh, saying what you heard them say on TV. Yeah, that must be the thing. You know, that's what they say. This is how it works. One life to live. You get it. You go go for the gusto. And then all of a sudden, somebody comes down and relates to you where you are now. Not perfect. Full of questions. Don't got a clue about Nothing. And doesn't preach at you or down like shooting fish in a barrel. But comes along and shares how their life, what? Uh Uh-huh. You can show them some scars. Huh? I don't know how many people is here tonight, don't mention no names. But the night that the little girl said that, you know, uh, daddy was in jail again. Uh, we was here praying one night. We was it the prayer time? The little girl said, nah, "Come pray for it." And my daddy's in jail again. You know, somebody had to say it like that for to echo it like that. It had the same sentiment. Well, the again was really big there. You know, and I yeah. told that little problem. I prayed for you. My daddy was in jail too, and uh, somebody else that was well, standing there and says, Yeah, and I might go back anytime. I've got to go to court. And it was just hilarious. It freed the whole service up because now everybody was at another what? Love. Level, but it wasn't at this super spiritual level. It was at the level of all of us need him. Is that not something? Mm-hmm. And God showed up, which I still think's hilarious, because the little child was the one that brought it to that level. Huh? I think it's hilarious to me because uh, my wife's always thinking everybody's so spiritual that she can't compete and she, and she, always, she feels that way. It's not true, but she feels that way. She feels like, well, everybody's more spiritual than I am. You know, no, they just dress they just dress spiritual and they carry big Bibles and they have notebooks and they sound spiritual, but you go home with them and I know something about them she don't know. They're just as messed up as you are. <laughs> that is the honest truth. I don't care how many degrees they got, I don't care how many glows they've been to, I don't care what they've done, how many books they got, how many versions of the Bible. She knows how them. I know. She knows. I'm telling you what, you go you'll find out that be beyond the outer. They're as broken as you are. And church ideas that you put this, you know, put a new look on the outside of the house, you know, cover up the countertops, put some (laughs) granite ones on there and everything looking good. But they're just a bunch of hurt little kids that are trying to get to a level where they don't hurt anymore. And the trouble is that they're not able to minister to the people that are at the bottom level because I'm trying to go up when the Bible says if you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, He'll lift you up in due season. The way up is down. i got to get this going. If you want to see somebody saved, you have to go to their level. Right? To their need reassociate yourself with what it felt like to be lost if you can remember i remember (laughs) it wasn't a good thing if you want to see somebody healed you've got to go to their level you can't try to get them to your level well i'll tell you what all i do is speak to it and it goes away (laughs) well that's great if you're at that level but what if you're really at the level well i pray and pray and pray but i still hurt most every day they're at that level too you can minister to them. You're never promising them your experience. You're promising them a doorway into a God that can change their life. Amen. And you want to make the door at a level where they can get in. You understand what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. So we got all these little kids and they're about this tall, so we're going to make the doorway about this high and say, y'all just get up to that doorway the best you can. No, when you have a child's playhouse or something, you bring what? The door down. Everything's it there. Just like the little people, the little couple that built their dream house and everything. It's got the window store and the counter. Store. I just wonder what's going to happen if they got grump big children. I just wonder what's going to happen. Someday, somebody's going to come and say, I just keep hitting my kneecaps on this, you know. Because everything was made for their level. When I was a little kid, back before they had all political correctness, there was a grocery store in Texas, and it was called Midget's Grocery. A man and his wife ran it they were midgets that's what they called herself it's not derogatory term in those days that's what it said on the sign midgets grocery and all the counters were small so they could stock them and i was in about the second grade and everything was on my level i mean i remember but i also know they had children and their children were not at that they were already big as them and they were my age they were you know normal you know, and so one day I've always pictured them coming in like it's a Play Store, you know, and come in and go, Yes, Mama, I'll put it on top shelf for you, you know. <laughs> because it was just that my parents bought a house one time that tall people had, in the kitchen counters was about that level. Giants must have had that house. <laughs> I mean, you go up there and stand there to wash dishes, I'm right here. <laughs> Out in Woodbury. Giants live out there somewhere. They left the Bible and moved to Woodbury. I mean, great big high counters. In the bathroom, the sink was about that high. You know, you're brushing your teeth like a little kid. Big people had this house, you know. And my mama was getting littler. She was getting older and getting littler, so she's standing on something to get to the sink. Isn't it funny? But the idea is that you're going to have to go to the level the person is. You're not going to be able to take your great level of faith you're going to have to go down to a level where they have some faith and get their faith activated to get them saved or to get them healed. You got to go to where they are i uh, I remember one night we was praying with somebody it might have been him, and I remember God said, "Go down to where he is, and we prayed right there in the floor at his level, not so there's something to that there's something to doing things at the level the other person can receive it as opposed to saying, someday when you're at my exalted place, huh? you're not there. God didn't do that to you. He's touching you right where you are right now. If you want to see somebody delivered, you might have to pray for them. You might have to have somebody grip your hands and be uncomfortable and, and wish you wouldn't have to do this, but you still might have to do it because that is how it works. Now, I have great compassion for lost people because I remember being lost. I do because I think too much, I analyze too much. I can remember how it felt. I can tell you the day that I got lost. Children are covered to the age of accountability. I can tell you the day that I died, I was I was going through the house and a little red-headed girlfriend with freckles was there, Columbia, Mississippi, and it all come down to this pack of cookies with six cookies in it. And we were supposed to split these cookies three ways. And me and her decided to split the cookies two ways. two ways. And as soon as we did that, I felt this heavy, dark thing come all over me. And I couldn't tell you what it was. And for two years till I got saved, it was just, I'd never felt guilty about anything. I'd been sad I got caught. But I reached the age of accountability that day over some cookies. And when I got saved two years later, I mean, that just... And you have trouble making me feel guilty. I ain't got good sense I don't feel guilty much because I can't that left but for two years I carried that yep. not because church people told me I didn't go to church My daddy was an atheist huh what happened there I remember what that felt like and if somebody would have come and explained to me well this is what you're feeling I would have been very happy to <laughs> give it to them i tell you what I was miserable. I know what it's like to, uh, I minister healing to people because I know what it's like to hurt. Amen. Uh-huh. I minister to families where somebody's diagnosed with cancer. Well, because ever since my brother had it, man, and that's that hospital and those smells and them feelings, man, God flows out of those places where your heart's and broken. I minister to deliverance people because I was bound up for so many years and still bound up in so many places that I don't have any trouble judging the person. I don't have any trouble looking down on the person. I can just get right in there and what? Pray. I can pray with them, let God flow, cry with me. you're going to cry with them, laugh, you're going to laugh with them. I minister to gay people. I ain't got no trouble with them whatsoever. I understand people struggling with all that stuff but you can minister without trying to get them up to some level. huh? You've got to go. You don't become what they are, but you go to where they are. And we're not talking about just going down there to that part of town and trying to hand out tracts. That's not going to where they are. Going to where they are is from the inside. And it's the same thing for a whole lot of issues. It's just not those issues. It's any issue God works on you. He has mercy on you so you can have mercy on somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody's not perfect and everybody ain't got it together. Whew. Amen. Amen. And all pastors are funny to me. When you talk to pastors and and they talk to you like a pastor. Because we're in a club. The first thing, what's the first thing they do, honey? Complain about their people. <laughs> don't worry, y'all complain about them too. The first thing out people's mouth is, but just the people I've got. I just don't have people like other churches. Do my people, they're just not like them church people. Them people on TV, they got better people. Or, or they, man, I just got the dregs. <laughs> I got the ones, no, we prayed for the ones nobody wanted and we got them. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and we swap stories. And boy, I got stories to tell, and y'all know we do. Uh-huh. You ain't lived till you've had a church meeting about how bad somebody smells. We've had several of those down through the years. And I thought it was only our church, but no. First thing, we met some other pastor a pastor and his wife up north and the very first thing they want to know is these people, they smell so bad the pew stinks after they leave. How do we approach this without offending them? Well, I tell you, it ain't darn easy. <laughs> Give them a gift basket with soap on a rope. <laughs> I don't know. You've got to pray because these are real situations and everybody says, oh no, it's not like that. Oh, it is like that. I mean, people are people. Am I telling you the truth? And they'll sit and say, if I just had the right people, then I could get them all to the level that I'm at. Because I've got so much to share at level 23. But my people's on level one and a half. (laughs) And and we have things where people all bring something to eat and nobody brings anything and we just have to do it all. We did that for a year or two. We've done it several times for a year or two. But it's not just us; it happens everywhere. And then you finally say, "Well, y'all need to bring something." Everybody says, well, nah, let's just not do that no more." The only reason we can't quit having free cold drinks is because I got tired of carrying them. <laughs> we used to have somebody that went and got them and toted them in here, and it was two buildings back. And when they quit doing it, man, I quit doing it. I quit toting water. If y'all ain't noticed, if somebody else don't tote the water, it don't get here anymore. It's just too much effort to me. I'd just rather minister to you on the fact that you're thirsty than, <laughs> than tote water for people to open it up, drink that much, and set it down. Yes. And open it up and set it down. But you understand what I'm saying there. All I'm telling you is preachers, they think if I just had people on my level, but if they had people on their level, they'd argue with them about everything that moved. Yep. And I'm going to say this too. My wife loves me. <laughs> <laughs> <I> what? <won. laughs> You don't know how many times you hear. somebody, If my, my husband just don't understand me, if I had a spiritual husband, my wife just don't understand me. If I had a husband or a wife on my level, in a couple of years, be able to get both. <laughs> just marry one of each. <laughs> you just watch, it. it'll happen. And you know, so you can just. And you know what is so funny to me is, I just look at him and I says, I don't really want one on the same level, personally, because all we do is fight. Because I think I know everything, and if she thought she knew everything too, we'd just be hitting each other all the time. <laughs> that's the truth yes. I've known people in the ministry where their wife's called to to go and do and all they do is fight continually over every little thing God says and I think dang I'm glad we ain't both try and drive the car at the same time she don't try to drive the car at the same time she just hits the brakes <laughs> you know you do she's got this foot over here and and. It hits that imaginary break, you know. When I don't work, she clings to the door. <laughs> Braces herself. She does. And we've been together for years and years and years. And you know what? When it's bad weather, she says, You drive, because. <laughs> but when I drive, it's like, Watch that, look at that, do this. <laughs> but you drive, because you're better at it. <laughs> So what are we saying? What are we saying? We're saying that everybody thinks the answer is on another level, but God says the answer is to go now. To humble yourself and minister to somebody that you might think is lesser than you, and you might even think that God loves less than, because you're doing all the right things, and you're trying and they're not. But God loved you when you didn't try, didn't know, didn't care. Amen. Ain't you glad He come down to your level? You? I'm glad He come down to mine. So this is the, the thing is, and the, the that's what the message is. The message is exactly that. But don't let the devil trick you into trying to get to some place where you can minister for God. Some place where you got this high exalted. Just take your scars. Well, if you got diabetes, you got a. You can talk to people that's got diabetes. If you're having to take shots and you don't like it, man, you got somebody you can talk to. If you're not married and want to be married, man, you got something in common with a whole lot of folks out there. If you're married and unhappy, is unhappy, boy, you got something to share, too. huh? Of course, if you're happily married, you've got something to share, huh? And if you don't believe in divorce, but murder's looking pretty good, you've got something. You know what I mean? And I think that happens a whole lot. We ain't gonna say that. I'm gonna worry him to death. I'll give him a heart attack. That's what I do. They can't put me in jail that way. I just isn't that way, is it? That's your children trying to give you the heart attack. They want your inheritance. I'm gonna get the house. Now, so, so so let's go back so we can stop. Let's go back so we can stop. So we're not going to fall for the trap to try to get more spiritual. What are we going to do? We're going to humble ourselves before God and let what God's already placed in you His holy Spirit from the inside. Amen we're going to let that now see let me I'm going to close but let me say it this way it's more than just I'm gonna, how, do I, how do I get to that down to their level that's what I got to say right quick how do you get there well I'll tell you what I'll dress down for them I'll dress like they dress no that might help but they, they'll know you ain't a biker you know you look awful goofy you know you ever seen anybody wear a cowboy hat that don't belong in one you know what I mean I'm a cowboy. No, you're not. <laughs> you're one of the village people. You're not a cowboy, okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Wasn't it wasn't no good for me to try to do some punk rock hair. You know, my hair ain't going to do punk rock. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> I ain't getting big holes drilled in my ears and putting a, a wheel off a little car in there. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to get covered in tattoos to minister to tattooed people. Amen? But you can do all that, but you'd still be an outsider. See, it's not the external. It's an act of God. You've got to ask God by the Holy Spirit to give you common ground with somebody that you're looking at from your eyes and going, I don't got nothing in common with this person. But the Holy Spirit can teach you how to do it and lead you case by case, situation by situation, what. To do. How to do it. And if you'll start and listen, when the conversation starts and listen, you'll hear a little echo right behind your ear that'll tell you, this is what to say. No, usually it tells me what to say. Sometimes I want to say something else, but I hear a no. But it's usually, there's common ground. There's usually whatever, there's something. And you may not know what it is, but if you'll just listen, God will give you something in common with that person. A lot of times it's a hurt. Sometimes it's somebody in your family's had the same thing. Uh, you don't know the breakthroughs that happen in ministry just because the woman don't want to tell you her child's going to jail. They'll talk all around a big circle without this saying, what I'm really upset about is my kid's about to go to jail. Well, well just say that. I've got lots of family members that's been there. It ain't no problem to me. And once that wall gets broke down, of course, you don't say it like that and laugh. You understand what I'm saying? But once that wall goes down, now they're looking at you different. And it's not because you dressed like them or acted like them or did something else like them. It's because in a moment, and all this can happen in 20 seconds, God opened the door. Uh, two Christmas giveaways back. Uh, we had the line coming through the building this way. No, it was going that way that year. It's coming through that way. And I was right back there wherever the spinner thing was, and this guy come through this big old tattoo on his, right here. And when he came through, I heard right in that ear, I heard just right there, just like I said, just, it's almost right behind your ear. Pray for him. And before I could step away from that, I heard asking what the tattoo means. Well, that's nothing I care anything about. Let's go over there and share our tattoos. Where's yours? Well, I don't have one. <laughs> I got scars, most of them on the inside. (laughs) All that one right there. That's the one where I fell and jabbed my hand, and I super glued that back four or five times before it finally healed. I don't go to the doctor much. (laughs) And when it healed up, it would do like that. You couldn't stretch it, but I just kept messing with it. My goal is to never have stitches. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm working on never having stitches, as long as there's super glue around. (laughs) Or took two. I don't do duct tape because that's got to pull back off. <laughs> but we, but so God said, ask him about his tattoo. And I mean, it's, if you've ever been to the toy giveaway, there's people, mm-hmm. steady, you know, and confusion and and you know and all this. And God said, ask him about his tattoo. See, I know that's not my thought because that's not what I'm into tell me about your tattoo. (laughs) No, I have to work at thinking, don't you know the Bible says you're not supposed to have a tattoo? I know what the Bible says. I already got an idea about this, but God said, ask him about his tattoo. So I stepped out and I said, you know, I said, you know, well, what's your tattoo mean? Big old Hispanic guy, you know. And he said, well, that's for my brother. My brother died. Well, I lost my brother the same year. And I prayed for him and prayed about it. See, God knew that. See, we had nothing in common, and yet we had everything in, in common. common, except maybe I had a connection to God that He didn't have at that time. See? But my right to pray for Him, if you will, my door opener was the fact that I lost somebody very important to me. My best friend. And he lost somebody very important to me. To him, and you can go around all your life saying, "If I just get to some such level where losing that loved one doesn't hurt, mm-hmm. and it never happened," see what we're saying? Yeah. And that's just an example, and those type things happen all the time, uh, where God just makes that connection. Uh, the day that she was diagnosed with, uh, what well, she was, she's already diagnosed, but the day we we just left the. Uh, surgeon's office or something I was going to do surgery maybe the next day or something and we stopped at Cracker Barrel and they lost our order and got it lost and just lost our order and come back saying oh we lost you oh, you know no big deal you know they're doing that kind of stuff and told me no big deal ain't the worst news we've heard that day <laughs> you know and you know and they said what and she told the lady and the lady just all come over and you know just like something come over and she plopped herself down at the table and she just went into her story of how she'd have cancer and this and that and the other, how God had brought her through and on and on and on. And she quit waiting on people. This is a waitress on the job. would wasn't church people out here somewhere. This is somebody. That, see what happened a moment ago. We're the server and you're the upset customer, supposed to be because your food order got lost. See what I mean? How dare you not have my food here? After all, I've been sitting here 30 minutes. Well, you know, it's 30 minutes. You're in shock. See what God does. God makes it so that you're out there. No, that didn't mean you went and got a job and became a waitress so that you could understand what waitress feet feel like. It, that didn't see didn't mean you went and got your little apron and had your name on it. There's a common loss or a common love or a common you meet Christians and it's like that. You can tell a real Christian. You know what I mean, special craziness. You can. Yeah. <laughs> huh? And you say, I thought that was one of y'all. <laughs> 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 See what I'm saying? Yeah. See, that's what we're asking God for. I call them God moments, God contacts, supernatural experiences. Call them all that wild stuff. It's just calling. God making the way for you to get down on the level where you can help the other person receive from Him. And that's what it's about. And you can say, Well, God don't want to do any of that. (laughs) Hope nobody don't feel like that around you. (laughs) I tell you what, is it all right if God uses your hurts? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I don't like that. I'm a preacher, I've hurt all the darn time. (laughs) So I've ministered all kinds of situations. But you know what I found out? You're going to hurt whether you use it or not. So you may as well as what? Use it mm, You better learn.